Welcome to The One Guys Show, where we're going to be bringing you nutritional and mindset insights to help you gain nutritional freedom, lose weight faster, build a winner's mindset, all without the stress, guesswork, and sacrifice that you're used to. Now, this podcast specializes in helping women break free from the dieting shackles that society has placed them in and provides them with a clear path to success. So let's dive in. Fifth time lucky. Are we in? Yes, working. We're live. Oh, here we go. Here we go. We're live and kicking. I don't really know what to say, Mr. Hedmolf. We've managed to make it. Th- we've, we've, there's three podcasts in a row now. Well, yeah, I, I, I can only contribute to two of those, but. Uh, the fact that we have both turned up and the fact that, I mean, there was a bit touch and go for this podcast uh, for the last five minutes, considering we couldn't get the system to work. <laughs> it's live now. It's fine. It's fine. That's all that matters is now live. We're rocking and rolling. How's, uh, how's the, I, I say, how's things been your end? Like pretending that I haven't spoke to you every single day for the last like five years. But, 37 years. <laughs> but, for, yeah, but for the podcast. Things are good. Things are good. Things are good. How about you? <laughs> yeah, you know, all good, all good, all good. Um, How are the listeners? Hope you're good, guys, listening. You know yeah, that? it's like, you can't complain really, can you? It's been, I know we spoke a bit about it on the other uh, last week's podcast about like the weather and stuff, but it just makes the whole whole lot of difference, doesn't it? It's just, diff- it's different energy. The sun gives you different energy. It's weird. Mm. It is weird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, basically, mate, it just puts everyone in a better mood. Do you know what I mean? You wake up, you jump out of bed, you grab your food, grab your drinks, and you're off. And apart from that gym that I've moved to is a is like a storage unit. So it's like a, a unit in an industrial state, right? Wicked got great it's great facility, but they don't have aircon like many storage unit facilities. And you can only imagine yeah, so they've got two roller doors open. And then they've just got fans that suck in air from the outside to blow it on the inside. Well, you know that they're just sucking out, they're sucking hot air and blowing it into the building. So I'm absolutely dripping in my workouts. Like, I'm a bit, I'm a bit, I I get, when I do exercise, I get quite hot and sweaty anyway. So like in that environment, even some dude today was like, bit hot in here, innit? I was like, bit bit bloody hot. (laughs) As my face is like dripping. You're melting. No, my vest is like drenched. And he's like, oh, you've just been doing some cardio, have you? I was just doing some, doing some pull downs. <laughs> I'm two sets, deep in a pull, yeah, two sets deep in a pull downs. I'm sweating more than Mo Farah after 26 miles. Not ideal, but, you know, we move. I used to, so did you train? Did you go into any gyms when you went to Bali? Only ones at hotels. Oh, I see. So it was, and it was all like air con then, I assume, probably. Uh, most of them, yeah. A couple of them weren't, and it was horrendous. <laughs> yeah, so the one we went to, I think it's called Bulldog's Gym. If anyone's going to Bali and you're in, you're going to Changu, definitely like check that out. But it is exactly like you said, it's like a sweat box. Like everyone is just pissing with sweat. But there's something yeah. really weird that I like. Like, I think it's, I think it's going back to my former years of thinking that if I'm sweating, I'm losing more weight. So yeah. I think there's something weird that's still in my head. Like the more I sweat, the more I associate with like fat loss, which yes, maybe there's going to be weight loss, but it doesn't mean that it's going to be fat loss. Um, so I think I weirdly still associate having a, a like sweating a shit ton with basically working Good hard. Workout. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think there's, I, th- I think that comes with all. Like I, the only way, reason I like, I like doing cardio sometimes is because you get off, and I'm like, I'm such a bad man. Yeah, I'm sweating. Yeah. I'm working hard. Whereas if I get off and I don't, fit, and I wouldn't be that sweaty, I'd be like, mm, it's okay. Like there is something yeah. like about when you're dripping with sweat and you're like, yeah, I'm grinding this bad boy out. And, and yeah. I totally understand <laughs> it. Like in the summer, I do leave that gym and be like, yeah, I worked hard. Well, for anyone that knows anything about training, you follow the same program. Like I followed the same program for like six months and I've only adjusted a few, a few exercises because I found some of the machines are better for like my, my mechanics as it were in regards to like me personally. So I changed a few, but I predominantly follow the same program and have done for the past six months. So it's like, I've done the same workout I've done for six months. I haven't suddenly like pushed myself because I know what weight I'm doing, what reps I'm doing. But you suddenly leave like, man, that workout was, that workout was killer. And I'm like, it's the same workout you were doing in January, Ryan. It hasn't been changed. You're just sweating. Do you track all of your like, I, yeah. like sets and reps? And like, do you do like progressive overload and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. So I genuinely like, go into. Oh, go on. No, I was just going to say, like, I genuinely don't think I've actually done that inside of a workout. For, actually tracked my progress in a workout for. Oh, mate, so long, so long. I just turn up to. I'm in definitely in that routine of just turning up to the gym and hoping for the best doing it yeah i've done it for ages i've had books i've done it at the moment i just do it on my notes so i've got my workout written on my notes so when i first started back like for those of you who don't know you might have heard like my training has been very sporadic for the past like two years and then probably end of last year i was like right you need to get back on it and absolutely in love with it again probably like it's the most best i've trained in the past eight months and i have done in the past three years probably prior because I just totally just like growing, it's growing a business as well, man. You're just priorities and, and, and that shift. And, you know, I went probably was only training two or three times a week. Now I'm like five, six days a week again, loving it. But yeah, so like when I first started off, I would just do like roughly two sets of everything and working at higher reps. And then as I've got in now, I do like my, I, yeah, you'll probably be like, geez. So like, I know how much like volume I've done. I will do like top sets of like my first exercise for like, my kind of like compounding movements. So like my first like push uh, exercise, I'll do a top set. So like a heavy set of six to eight. Then I do two back off sets lighter at like 10 to 12. I do that for the first two exercises for like chest, shoulders, back, legs. And then I go into like different um, movements and rep ranges. And and then I, I, I increase so every session. I'm going into like increase reps, increase weight, or um if my form's better you know what i mean i'm like did same weight same reps but i definitely didn't struggle as much on the last one if that makes sense so like yeah so like every set because i can't i, I think i've said this to you like anyone's had me i can't not progress with anything i hate being stagnant i hate like i can't just float through anything and that like if i was just going into this just doing like random workouts like i have to have everything optimized otherwise i don't do it because i don't know there's something weird in my head like i can't go into the gym and just like do a leg session or do an upper body session with no plan, knowing that every time I'm going in, I'm trying to progress. Like I always want to maximize and optimize it. I suppose it gets good a little bit. Like I'm quite like obsessed with it in that manner that I always want to make sure that I'm progressing. So I post on Instagram, you start losing followers. Yeah. I like, I'm like, Oh God, I want it. It needs to be progressing. I need to be making sure that my video is better. My content's better. The following's growing. I need to make sure that we're constantly getting more clients and constantly improving in the gym. Otherwise I kind of, I suppose it's a bit of that all or nothing mindset. I, I 100% struggle with that. And I have to remind myself sometimes and just pull myself back down to earth. But yeah, for workouts, I have to always be progressing in some way. 
shape or form. So every workout I'm chasing to add numbers somewhere in some shape or form. Um, and then I'll take like a deload week every kind of eight, 10 weeks, depending on how I'm feeling and what I've got on. So do you, interesting question here, do you exercise for a purpose of like progressing in something like, so say for example, if you're going to be training, like let's say you've got a goal of making like a, a heavier back squat or something like that. Do you train yeah. on the sole purpose of achieving a set goal or do you train because it makes you feel good or for um, mental health reasons as well? Probably, probably a multitude. Like obviously when you first started, it was aesthetics. It was to like get bigger because I was really skinny. If anyone knows the story, they want to talk about I got dumped for being really skinny. And she went with the guy that was bigger. And that was like the kicker. But I never had the confidence to go in the gym. And I didn't start the gym until I was like 20. When I went to uni, didn't know anyone. So it was like freedom away from like my local town, everyone that I knew. And then, yeah, so like first it was aesthetics. Now it's, yes, aesthetics to look good. Because I still lack, for those of you that probably are like sharp, I still lack massive confidence. Like in myself, in my body, always have done. Also for mental health, because my mental health has probably been the best it's been in the past eight months compared to the past three years when my training was crap. Um, and also, it, yeah, it's for aesthetics just to like improve the way I look, for my own confidence and my mental health. It's probably for all of it. But also just because I know that it's good for you, like in general, like physical mm. health, if that makes sense, not only mental health as well. It's total tangent here. Yeah, what about no, you? it's interesting. Let's about more. I mean, 100%. you just stand up, you just like sweat out, grind out your workouts. Yeah, it, it used to be definitely, I think I 100% got into the gym originally because it was an aesthetics thing. I think it was mm. like, I think I, I, I started like entertaining the gym at like 16, 17, but that was on the sole purpose because I was slightly overweight and I wanted to, I think, look better because at the time I thought if I look better, I will probably get more girls. Um, <laughs> I think that's the reason that I started. It's probably the reason that's why a lot of people do it. Yeah. And then as you get into it more and more, then your goals always change and shift. And obviously uh, everyone, uh, a lot of people won't know, but as you know, like obviously then got into like CrossFit and it was more like performance based and that's what I was training for. But yeah, I'd probably say uh, I stopped doing that in 2017. So since 2017, I'd say the only reason that I still turn up every single day is because of like how it makes me feel is mm. is the main thing. I just, I know that's why I, I'm not really too bothered with what I'm doing as such. I guess like it's always good to have goals and you want to be progressing in some areas. Um, and I guess my area is like the, the mental health side of things. Because like you said, throughout that, since like 2017, you, uh, we've, I've 100% gone through periods of like maybe only training like two or three times a week. Um mm. But I know you, I notice like it's just a knock-on effect, isn't it? It's like your sleep gets worse, like your mood swings, like all of these things. So that's yeah. why for me, I'm always like, uh, I th I think whether it's uh, kind of just psychologically as well. I'm like, I know five sessions is is the sweet spot, and also actually having a step count as well has definitely really really helped in contribute towards like a mental health side of things. Um, so I think it's I think it's. One, being so neurotic when I was a kid and thinking that I had to be exercising to lose weight. That's probably like a small, small element of it. But then also, mm. I think more importantly for me now is how I've realised if I don't exercise, how my other areas of my life then suffer, which is more like mental. <clears throat> yeah. And I think that, 
I mean, we're here talking about training. I feel 10 minutes in talking about training. We might as well carry on talking about training now. So let's just roll with this. <laughs> and this is it. When it comes, like, I notice, like, I, 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 for anyone that knows me will know this, but for those of you that don't, like, I've got quite a short temper through, like, some things I had with childhood. And I always have done. If I don't go to the gym, I'm so snappy. And I li- like literally notice it. My other half notice it. If I don't go to the gym, I'm really snappy. Whereas if I go to the gym, I like I almost get agitated. If I take more than like two days off the gym, I get agitated. That's why majority of the time will always go to the gym at the weekend at one at one point. I, I now don't really tend to skip two days in a row. I only ever have one day off because it just I, I don't feel as good if that makes sense. Like I'm a lot more like fiery i suppose in myself like i i get like a little bit agitated if i haven't got that outlet of being in the gym it's really really weird and this is when i think also it comes down to like like the the benefits of just exercise are and this is kind of where we'll go with this to make this actually like purposeful with regards to training the benefits of exercise are so big like we've just spoken about there it's like there's so many factors as to why you should go to the gym but actually why you want to go to the gym and i think so many of us get caught into that trap of like especially when it comes to burning weight, it's like losing calories, right? But for the most part, but like I know I don't move much and I just weight lift. So like, I don't, I know I don't burn that many calories. Like burning, for those of you who do it, going to the gym and just doing weight training like I do doesn't burn that many calories at all. Like two, 250 probably, like maximum. Mm-hmm. Hayden, what Hayden does, you'll burn a good like 600 plus calories doing what you do. Sometimes more, right? Depending on how long your workouts out are out. But the, the problem is, and this is what like comes to dieting, doesn't it? Is that if you do something for the sole purpose of weight loss, it means that there's going to be an end because you're not constantly looking to lose weight. So what happens when you stop? And it's like, oh, I've reached my weight loss goal now. Now I'm going to stop doing all of the things I was doing just purely to lose weight. It doesn't work like that, which is why it's like you never really want to do anything, especially like exercise in regards to just trying to lose weight, because it means you're basically putting a time cap on it, that I'm only going to exercise whilst I'm looking to lose weight. And that's not how it wants to be. You want to exercise long-term. Like the only thing that wants to change when you get to your goal is the quantity of your food. Everything else that you've implemented on your weight loss journey, all the healthy habits, lifestyle, gym, walks, prioritize your sleep, all of that wants to stay exactly the same. Mm. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And I think so many people don't know, they get caught up in the trap of thinking that weight loss, uh, exercising equals weight loss. And then they Mm. are so, so focused on a means of a way to achieve their fat loss goals is by exercising. But do you know what, sometimes actually, and we'll go back onto the the topic of actually why exercise is so much more than just weight loss, or even though it does contribute potentially towards your fat loss, it can also hinder it. And Mm. I've actually got a client right now where um, we've just started working together and I'm getting her to work out less and she's getting better results over the last three weeks because of it. Because of it. Yeah. So essentially for everyone that's listening, it's like, what, what is Hayden going on about? Is she was doing long, like minimum, like 10K runs almost daily. And she was basically, she, her energy expenditure was so high that she was still trying to stick to a deficit And when she came on board with us, I was like, you can't maintain this because what's happening is this is why you're really, really struggling to maintain your calories because your energy output is so high. Your cravings are now then getting affected and your your Mm. hunger is so high. 
that you may be able to stick to your deficit for three or four days, but then ultimately what happens, you're like, this is unachievable for me. So you yeah. then just have that kind of screw up mentality where you eat anything, everything in sight. Whereas <laughs> I said, if we actually reduce the intensity, we can still exercise, but we reduce the intensity back. So instead of you doing 10K intense runs, some, it, mate, sometimes at the weekend it was like 20K. Like instead of you doing like these long <laughs> intense runs, let's go on actually long, let's go on um, uh, some long walks instead. And let's see, I think for the first few days, it was quite, uh, from a mental standpoint, it was quite hard for her. But then it's yeah. like anything, when when you see the success and then you realise actually, oh, do you know what? My hunger's lower. I'm still getting good results. It's kind of that like confirmation in her head. Um, and yeah. It's yeah. Just and and that, that's the thing is like, ultimately, like any exercise is good. First and foremost, any exercise is good exercise, right? Because it gets your body moving. And that's what the majority of people, there was a study and I was talking to a client about this the other day. I can't remember someone quoted it online who posted a lot of scientific stuff. And it was like, if you do 5,000 steps or less per day, you're at higher risk of cardiovascular disease, stroke, et cetera, et cetera. So literally like you are more likely to die if you do less than 5,000 steps a day. And I was like, that's concerning. And I know for me, if I don't put any F in, I can sit here and easily do four. Right. I'm currently pushing uh, 10 and with a bit of cardio and it's hard work. But I, ha I have to do a walk, one walk every day for an hour and I have to do 10 minutes before my workout and 10 minutes after my workout to hit 10K because of how sedentary I am sitting at this desk all day. And the thing is, is, this is where people think about exercise in regards to burning calories. But it's like any exercise is good exercise, right? You don't have to go to the gym. You could go skateboarding, you could go cycling, you could do hula hoop at home, you could do whatever, right? It's like, as long as you're moving your body, it's good for you. You're going to get that endorphin release. You're going to get that feel good feeling. But also as long as it's got some sort of resistance, it's going to help with regards to muscle retention and even building muscle if you put enough resistance there. But also it's going to help with building your cardiovascular system. So having a healthy heart and lungs and also healthy and strong bones. And especially for women, it's so, so, so important. So any exercise is good exercise. What would be optimal? Well, if you were coming to me and Hayden asking what's optimal, it's going to be a mixture of resistance training and cardiovascular, right? Reason being is that obviously resistance training is going to be the thing that keeps you strong, helps you retain muscle, and if not build muscle. You know, those of you that are out there looking to tone, it's losing body fat and building muscle. So many people think that you just go to the gym just to tone, but it's like, well, you need to lose the body fat to reveal the muscle. You don't have the hormones to get big and bulky, right? We've been trying to get big and bulky for years and we're still very, very much shy of being big and bulky. <laughs> so weight train first and foremost, right? And full body, training your full body like two times a week, three times a week is perfect, right? Doing a mixture of exercises. And a lot of people like don't know where to start. And one of my biggest things, I even tell my clients, right? I'm like, if you haven't started in the gym and you want to get into it and you want to do it, I'm like, go to a PT, either have a PT session for someone to put together a full body program for you and show you in the flesh or ask a gym instructor. Because ultimately, it's quite hard to go to the gym and make it up yourself. So that's why I'm like, pay someone who knows what they're doing. Even if you just do one PT session or you go to your gym and sign up and just get an induction with a, with a gym instructor to show you a basic full body and ask for a full body program, it'll be the best thing that you can do moving forward. And then cardiovascular wise is obvious, right? Cardiovascular is going to keep you fit and healthy, make sure your heart and lungs are strong. And you also get that endorphin release um, as well. Um, with regards to the best exercise. But ultimately, and this is the thing as well, is that there is no best exercise in regards to like general weight loss because it's like any exercise you do is great. Like, yes, there's an optimal, but as long as you're exercising in some way, shape and form, awesome. Don't overthink it and don't stress yourself out. 
Um, and you won't get big and bulky. And even though people were like, oh, how can you increase your... This is quite a common one, Hayden, isn't it? There's the whole like, oh, like, go to the gym, you can increase your metabolism. It's like, yes, you can. And you increase your ability to handle carbohydrates because you've got more muscle to be able to store it in the stuff. But it's like you put on like a few pounds of muscle, it's something like 50 to 70 calories extra a day. I mean, you know, yeah. I'm not going to complain. That's an extra like Miller Lite yogurt. I mean, cool. But it's not break. It's not my metabolism's allowing me to eat a Big Mac every day and not gain weight. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely um, the word metabolism is definitely thrown around the industry uh, an awful lot without any real understanding to what it means. Um, mm. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is crazy. It is. It is crazy when you think about it. And it's also like this is. I, I guess this is jumping slightly, but how much everyone's always going been through phases of like exercising, not exercising. And like we were saying about how we notice how we feel, our mood, our energy and all of those things. Um, but I always know, like if I really focus on like strength training, if I focus on going to the gym, it's really weird, isn't it? Because you actively feel that you everything becomes slightly easier to picking boxes at the house, like loads of different things that have become easier. So I've just started back. This is, I think this is my fourth month back doing CrossFit style training again, like strength and conditioning. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm pretty much doing some sort of like intense type of um, like training, which is some sort of like Metcon of whatever. But I can't tell you how much easier doing 10k steps has been over the last three to four months than it was to the prior three to four months because what my training was before then was literally just going into the gym doing sets and reps and it's really really weird because I'm now not really doing much strength training at all and I'm noticing like it's just us having this conversation has made me realize like there's so many things recently where I've been like oh that feels heavy like, I shouldn't feel that heavy. Maybe I'm getting like weaker, but then you logically think about it. And I'm like, I should be doing a mixture of, I, I've got like the cardio nailed down now where A, I love it. And B, like I actually feel really, really good for it. Like I feel, um, I feel fit. I feel healthy. Like I feel, um, I've got plenty of energy to go walk the dog, do my steps and it's not an issue. But then I know I need to be playing more, putting more of a focus into doing more strength training because I know I am feeling like weaker in certain areas. So it's like, you do want to have that blend of, of, of both. And that is like the optimal side of things. But I guess where it's different for us having this conversation, isn't it? It's because neither of us ever, or not ever, but right now, or haven't done for the last couple of years, look at exercise as a means of burning body fat. Like for us, that's not the reason why we do it. And I think that's why so many people go wrong when it comes to finding um, like routine with exercise is because it's to them, it's a means to an end. Like they're like, once I achieve my fat loss goals, I don't need to go to the gym anymore because all they've got is this association with exercise and fat loss. But in actual fact, you could exercise three or four times a day, but if you aren't achieving your negative energy balance, you aren't going to lose any body fat. So this it doesn't matter. So this is where if you are currently someone that's listening right now and thinking, oh, I go to the gym so much, like I work so hard, but I never see my body change shape. It's probably because you're eating too much. The half reality. Yeah. And you see, and I, I think I've said this before, you see those people 
But like I've spoke to those people, those people that literally like go for like runs all the time, like multiple runs, like they literally go running every single day or the people that you've seen in the gym that come in, they work their butts off and they are sweating, but you never see their physique change or they're complaining that they never lose any body fat despite doing loads and loads and loads and loads of exercise. And this is the whole point. You can't out-train a bad diet. It is literally true. Unless you were to run for like hours and hours a day, that's the only way. But still, it's like you run for an hour, you burn what? Like 500 calories maybe? It's like you could eat two dairy milks and that's that gone. And Mm. that takes you an hour, whereas you can do that in all of about two minutes is eat two calories two dairy milk bars, right? So it's very easy to consume calories rather than actually burn them off, which is why just like general activity is such an underrated thing, isn't it? Like neat. So this is like your non-exercise activity thermogenesis. This is the calories that you burn just through moving around. Me and Hayden sitting here, moving our heads, talking, right? Going for walks. This is why we're such advocates of trying to stay active throughout your day and not sitting for long periods of time because that is 70% of that. 70%, that's your BMR. That is like 15%, 15%, am I right? Isn't it? 15 off the top of my head. 10 to 15. 10 to 15. I think that's the right numbers. It's like 10 to 15 uh, in regards to like your general like movement, daily activity, and like you cooking, cleaning, ironing, whatever it might be. Um, that is your that burns more calories than your workout, right? It's just your general movement throughout the day. That's why things like taking the stairs, parking further away from the shops, like some of my clients that sit in offices, I'm like, right, 55 minutes work set an alarm that goes off that every 55 minutes, you get up for five minutes, you walk around the office, you walk around your house at home if you work from home, you just get some form of like movement, just moving yourself because it's really, really, really productive. And especially for those of us now that like work from home and we're spending long hours sedentary, it's not good for you. So it's like, have a think about your days, about where you can get some activity in, right? Can you go for a walk at lunch? Like that's something that's so crucial. It's like, if you have a lunch break, it doesn't take you 45 minutes to eat your lunch unless you're eating really really damn slow but it's like what do you do well i usually eat my lunch in 10 minutes and i sit there playing my phone and i'm like go for a walk and play on your phone right literally just go outside go for a walk and play on your phone at the same time you can still play on your phone you're not missing out on tiktok and the latest have you seen that titanic submarine stuff we're not going to dive oh mate i'm it. hooked I'm oh hooked. mate honestly that's they're out of oxygen now so yeah yeah i saw so they're, they're, they're and there's nothing that can go down there and save them there's only robots and things that can go down, like little like mini subs with like cameras on. There's nothing actually can go down and I don't know how they're going to get it up or even find it. It's horrible. Anyway, we digress. But you can grab your TikTok, you can go for a walk and do things like that. It's so, so, so valuable. And you don't realise by how making more movement will help with your weight loss results. Like something that's something little. And it, the thing is as well, is like walking sort of rated in regards to it. Like exercise is seen as like be all and end all. But I'm like, you need to recover from exercise. You have to plan it. You have to like put it into your day. You have to have effort. You have to spend money on it. Going for a walk is free. It's good for your mental health. It helps you burn calories for like weight loss purposes. It doesn't take any recovery. You literally can just go wherever, whenever, however you want. It's like, it's the most easiest way to get yourself up and about. And I think a lot of people kind of underestimate the power of it um, in regards to it. And for the record, 10K steps is nothing special. Like I always say, it's whatever you average step count wise, just add like 2,000 steps to it. And that's a great starting point because it just gets you moving a bit more than you currently do. Yeah. This is going to trigger so many people. But the fact that you can't get your steps in is down to the fact that it's just here. not a priority for you. Yeah, so 
everyone can go out and get their step or they can go, like you said, everyone's like, oh, hit your steps. And people think it's like 10K that has been the magic number that's thrown around, isn't it? And I think everyone thinks if you can't get 10K, there's no point doing it at all. But when people come to me and they say, oh, I, I just can't go and get my steps in. It's like you can, it's just not a priority for you. Like you could absolutely do it. And uh, I, can't, I think it was a book that I was reading beforehand and they broke this down like perfectly and they were saying, so obviously now, um, Ryan, you've got a daughter. It's like, if your daughter comes to you and she's like, oh, daddy, daddy, can we play? Can we play? If you're working, you're like, no, sorry, I'm working. I can't, I can't play right now. And it's like, oh, can you read me this book? You're like, no, no, sorry, I, I, I can't. I'm too busy. I'm working right now. But if she comes to you with a massive cut in the middle of her head, blood pouring out of her head, and she needs to be taken to the hospital to get stitches, you will drop everything that you're doing because that is a priority to you in that very moment. And yeah. this is where people need to understand. It's like using the excuse of, oh, I haven't got time to go and get my steps. I haven't got time to eat healthy. It's like, no, 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 you do. You have time. It's just not a priority for you to do it. Yeah. And, and like, the thing is, if you think about your day, I guarantee you can find an hour where you just waste time in your day and you're not as productive. 100%. Like, yeah. like most people, your alarm goes off. Do you get straight up out of bed? Now I'll probably lay there 15, 20 minutes or I probably, I probably, um, I probably snooze my alarm three times. So I spend an extra 45 minutes in bed. That's 45 minutes. You could have gone for a walk in the morning. That's out there. What do you do at lunchtime? Well, my lunchtime's an hour. Okay, cool. So it takes you 10 minutes to eat. What else do you do? Sit, play on my phone, watch some YouTube. Cool. So that's 50 minutes you've wasted there. What do you do before bed? Well, I play on my phone for an hour. Cool. That's another hour. Do you know what I mean? Like there's so many points in your day that every single, but I'm not sitting here saying that me and Hayden are perfect. We could do exactly the bloody same, right? And I know like sometimes when I haven't got my steps or I haven't done my cardio when I should have, and instead of doing my session, like I should do four sessions, uh, three sessions a week, it always goes to four. The only reason it goes to four instead of three 30 minutes and it goes to four, like 22.5 minutes is because there's guaranteed there's a day when I didn't prioritize it. And I got to the end of the day and I was like, ah, oh, you know, and it's always the way I'm like, ah, oh, I've, Hayden knows what this means, but I'm like, oh, I've got some setting to do. That's more important, so I just do that. So I just don't prioritize that because I'm like, this is a priority, and it's, it doesn't matter what you're what you're prioritizing it over, but it ultimately just comes down to the fact if something doesn't get done, it's because you didn't prioritize it. And I know a lot of the time we say we don't have time, and I'm like, everyone has time, and I know you're like, I'm super busy, I don't have any time. Yeah. I'm like, you do. It's just not you. Just choose to prioritize your time doing something else when you do have some time to to get out of it. That's that. That's what it comes down to. And it isn't us sitting here being douchebags, right? We all can pick. I guarantee every person listening to this podcast and myself and Hayden can look at our day. Like if we get to the end of the day today and look back and you're like, okay, Hayden, where's an hour that you lost that you could have got back? And it's like, oh uh, yeah, probably. Do you see what I mean? It's I like, like I, finished my I finished my lunch earlier and I sat there on my phone and I got into a fucking language. I got into a Titanic hole. Right. For 10 minutes. And I was like, oh, and I never usually sit there aimlessly scrolling on my phone. I actually hand on heart can honestly admit that I never sit there just aimlessly scrolling on my phone. And I realized that if 10 minutes, I got so sucked into this Titanic thing. And I was like, oh, that's, what a waste of time. It's 10 minutes. And it's so, yeah. it's so, so, so easy to do. But it's like, you look at your day, you can always find like half an hour where you could go for a walk. Mm. That, and you're and right, it, it will it, rub people up the wrong way. And they're like, you don't understand. I'm like, I do. Like, I run a business, I'm a dad. Like, Time is, I'm time strapped, right? Just like most other people out there. But I just prioritize, like, like Hayden knows, like we prioritize like calls with potential clients. I do, we don't really take them to at least nine o'clock because before then is my time to get up, to go to the gym, to do my reading, to do some learning, to shower, get ready. And see what I mean? Like, I, 
pro- and that's what I've done with like my training, isn't it? I said this to Hayden. I prioritized it. And at one point, I didn't have any calls in meetings until one, wasn't it? We stopped everything until one o'clock in the afternoon because I had too much stuff I needed to do and I wasn't prioritizing it. And Hayden's like, you've got to prioritize. Like if going to the gym can help your mental health, you've got to prioritize it. So I moved my down. I made it. Whereas before I was like, oh, Hayden, I can't do it. And you're like, we can, we'll just move this back. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. So it, it, yeah. you need to make yourself prioritize it and make it then something that's a non-negotiable. That's what you always say, isn't it? A non-negotiable. Yeah, 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 exactly that. And just like you said, I think because, and this is probably going into a completely separate topic that can be a whole nother podcast, but it's then going back into that perfection, isn't it? It's because people think is like they've got the optimal, like optimal's up here. Yeah. Optimal's like 10K steps that they think in their head is this deficit, whatever it is. And if you can't achieve optimal, then there's no point doing it at all. Whereas you can say, even if you are someone that literally works, so for us, you 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 work in this city, you've got to travel on the train to get into this, uh, get into the city. You've got to then go and work at your desk for nine to 10 hours. And then you've got to walk back again. You don't get back until like nine o'clock. So say you leave the house at seven o'clock and you don't get back until like nine every single day just like Ryan said, there's still times within that day where you can go out and do something for yourself. And if it's like, I don't have time to go to the gym, what 20 minute workout could you do at home that is body weight based that actually mm-hmm. you can just do a little 20 minute circuit and get up half an hour earlier to do? Yeah. My, but, one of my clients works in London or one of my previous clients did. She used to get off a stop earlier from the tube, right? Literally used to get a stop off earlier from the tube. And when she got home at seven o'clock, she'd go and she'd do a half hour workout three times a week. She promised herself. And as much as she didn't want to do it and she didn't want to get home. But what she did is she made it easy. She got, she just went to work. She got off a stop earlier to get in some steps. She still got to work in t- on time, right? Simple. When she got home, she made that her, sure that her gym stuff was laid out, right? Ready for her to get changed into. And she'd go straight out the door. Like it was ultimately trying, which is what you want to think about as well when you're trying to do these new things is make it as frictionless as possible. Speaking of frictionless, if you listen to this podcast and you aren't part of our new Frictionless Fat Loss Facebook group, then DM me or Hayden, Ryan Smith one or Hayden Rolf one with the word frictionless and we'll send you a link to come in. We're going to be posting daily value, weekly lives, explaining exactly how you can lose weight in a new way that's not the same restrictive dieting yo-yo cycle that you're currently in. That was a little plug there. But the thing is, is that what you've got to do is you've got to make it as frictionless as possible. Make it as easy. Think about your day. Think about how you are and what is it that you need to do that allows it to seamlessly fit in. Not that like, oh, well, I've got to drive all the way home. I've got to do that. Okay, cool. Can you go to, like one of my other clients, change gym. She was like, instead of that gym, she was like, I signed up to a gym that's on my way home from work. So I don't have to go home, get changed, and go back out. Loved it. She's like, why haven't I done this sooner? She came up with the idea. I didn't even tell her. She was like, I'm having a think. And what I'm thinking is, is like I sign up to a gym that's on the way home from work and I just take a slightly different route. Um, it takes me an extra five minutes to drive, but I can go to the gym on the way home rather than going home and having to drive in the other direction. Done. She now goes to the gym consistently. It, it yes. does come down to priorities, but it comes down to just having a think. Think about your day. Think about where you're wasting time, where your day isn't set up to be the best version of you. Like what would future you do? What would that life? That's probably something that everyone listening to this podcast do. Think about what's a health, healthy individual? What's a healthy you, you know? And what would that look like? What habits and behaviours would you want? How can you start to make those changes in, into your day? And then have a look at where potentially you're wasting time. And let's look at prioritising, you know, going to the gym, getting out to get some steps and things like that. 
Yeah, yeah. I think we've um, I think we've kind of like, yeah, kind of co- covered the core cool main bits. But as like a recap, like if you're currently exercising in a means of a way to only burn body fat, you probably want to rethink your strategy. Like that's not going to serve you long term. We want to be exercising for a multitude of health reasons, like offset cardiovascular diseases, like all of these things. And again, like with mental health, because if you are looking at exercise as a way to burn body fat, well, you could exercise three or four times a day with a high intensity, but if you're not in a calorie deficit, you are never going to achieve your fat loss goals. So we want to really shift away from looking at as exercise as a means of achieving our fat loss goals and actually looking at a way to complement our health. But mm. there is no exercise, and I guess it's not but, but there is no exercise in the world that helps you lose body fat. There's no exercise in the world that is going to um, achieve fat loss. It's only like the um, the calories that you consume which is either going to determine whether you lose weight or gain weight. So you can, you can, and like Ryan said in the podcast, like you can, you can probably do some exercise. Like maybe if you are, um, let's use like Tom Evans as an example, right? Probably running five to six hours a day. Like he's a triathlete. I, I don't even know if he's a triathlete. Actually, no, he's an a ultra, um, ultra he's an, runner. Yeah, an ultra marathon runner. I mean, triathlete. the word ultra. He would, he would shoot you if you called him a triathlete. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he does like six times the distance, seven times the distance. It's like being, he's a League One football player, Messi. You ever heard of him? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's uh, he does some serious miles. But unless you're someone like that, which is your full-time job to being an athlete, you probably cannot um, exercise enough to outweigh the amount that you eat. So... Yeah, just just rethink your strategy of that. But also what we want to do is like, I know inside of our program, like we really promote looking at exercise as a, a means of complementing your health. So if that means playing croquet, badminton, cricket, like whatever it is, do more of that stuff. Do stuff that you enjoy that doesn't feel like a chore that you have to turn up because that's when motivation isn't included anymore. You don't need to yeah. be motivated to turn up and do your favorite things. Whereas people like, oh, I'm just not motivated enough to go to the gym. It's because you haven't found something that you love. You haven't actually found something that you want to do. You feel like you should be doing it because it's going to complement your fat loss. But what you really want to be doing is finding something that you do truly love and it doesn't feel like a chore to turn up to. Because then how easy is that to turn up to three or four times a week? Yeah, yeah, so true, so true. Well, let's end that there. Well done, Mr. Taylor Roth. That was a good, good little roundup. Again, we've turned up, we've crushed it, we've killed it. The editor's going to have a heart attack. I've sent him another podcast ready to rare and roll, but you know, we're here. not going to know. <laughs> so, yeah, you never know. So, if you liked it, make sure, you know, drop us a like, subscribe, and all that jazz. And as I said, if you want to join our new Frictionless Fat Loss Community Group, then please drop us the word Frictionless, um, where we're going to be posting daily topics. We've got nutrition, mindset, um, exercise, and what was the last one? Can't even remember. What was you saying? Well, the topics inside of the group we're posting habits and behavior, nutrition, habits and behavior. So nutrition, habits and behavior, mindset and exercise. We're covering a topic within those topics each and every single week. Doing lives, giveaways, all these sorts of things. So drop us a word frictionless, and you can join us inside of that group. We're going to be killing it, crushing it. But apart from that, hope you guys are well. We'll see you in the next episode. For me, it's goodbye. Yep, it's definitely goodbye for me as well. (laughs) (laughs) See you in the next episode. (laughs) Bye-bye.